Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey Europe for the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. And Dennis, there are a lot of problems for us to solve today. Mm, a lot of shark tales. A lot, a lot of shark Woo-hoo. tales. Oh, the, the content that people crave. Uh, thanks for the uh, for the feedback on Shark Tales. Woo-hoo. <laughs> what? Two episodes. We'll, sl- we'll slow on the uptick that time. <laughs> Um, uh, and may there be many more please do send them in we've had uh, the, the, the discord bit.ly slash join Riley's discord has been overflowing with uh, with questions queries quandaries and now shark tales mm-hmm. so uh, we're, we're looking forward to sharing them uh, with everyone today but as I say Dennis a lot to get across so we can't waste mm-hmm. any time yeah. snippy snappy let's go let's go Riley let's go, let's go. Oh, but Dennis, as- who's that who's that knocking at the door who's that clawing at the door with their giant teeth <laughs> there, who's who, <laughs> who's that attempting to use their teeth to open the door to remind us it's time to pay up it's the giant fireball that is the logo of channelfireball.com. Known as proprietor, Ballsy, which is something that has, has never sat well name. with me. Um, is Ballsy the, the patron? Is Ballsy the Demodici to our podcast? I guess so. I think so. Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, Ballsy is the person to, uh, that we offer this this uh, you know this podcast as, as a supplication, you know? Yeah. And as, he a, as an top, offering. He sits atop a throne of, I can only assume, Magic the Gathering cards and children's bones. And one only- of those hemorrhoid pillows as well. You know, the ring-shaped hemorrhoid pillows? Have you seen them? Uh, a, a hemorrhoid pillow is not something I found myself in need of, right? <laughs> so it's a, it's, a pill- it's a ring-shaped pillow, right, that you like inflate. A, like, when you put, like, like when you put it around your neck on a plane? Kind of, except it's an entire donut. Okay. It goes all the way around. And apparently, I haven't had to use them, but someone I know quite well does. And if you've watched my stream, you'll, you'll know who I it's do my mum. You'll know who it is. You'll know <laughs> that it's my mum. Um, <laughs> um, uh, you know, you, you, you sit on it, right? And there it, it, ta- it relieves pressure from the. Sorry, mum. Anyway, um, look, she, she created the hemorrhoid cream story, which anyone on my stream will have heard, so never mind. Anyway, um, but as a ball, he will need some kind of. You know what I mean? You can't put him on a regular pillow. He'll just roll off. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in my head, he floats. Well, then what's the point of a throne? Why are we wasting Sim- our money sy- on a throne? Sy- symbolism. Symbolism is very important. Symbolism is very important. Yeah. And Riley, Ballsy needs a new throne. So we got to send people to channelfarball.com and what's use code SMART. Black Friday sales, baby. Oh, love it. Absolutely. You don't love Black Friday? I don't love Black Friday. I guess like the the big thing is you know oh it's a different it's it, it's a Black Friday like never before you know it's it's a different Black Friday from ever before this year and I'm like nope same for me. <laughs> I, you don't buy anything. I don't generally it. buy anything at this time of year anyway. So uh, anyway, but uh, but uh, CFB has has got some hot deals apparently. Mm. So the entire week yeah. already in effect. Any singles you buy, you get twenty percent back store credit. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. They're just twenty percent off basically. Yeah. Well, no, better than 20% off. Why? Because, okay, let's say you're going to go and spend... I, I, I've, I've been talking about this in my other channels as well, right? I'll, I'll just recycle the content here. It's good content. Let's say you're going to go and spend $100 in Magic Cards. Okay. Yeah? Okay? You go to channelfiber.com. 20% off. Great. Oh, now it's only going to cost me $80. I've got extra $20 in my pocket that I can do whatever I want with, right? What's better, mm-hmm. that or then getting $20 of store credit back from Channel Fireball? Definitely the store credit. Dennis, what are you going to do with that $20? You're going to go and spend it on what? Like food, shelter, stuff you don't need? No. <laughs> Channel Fireball are, are making sure that you spend your money responsibly by ensuring that that, 20, that extra 20% is spent on magic cards and magic card-related card related accessories. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty reasonable. That's true, yeah. Don't risk spending your money on stuff you don't... What are you going to go buy? What? Like clothes? Clothes? What are you going to go buy? A box of Cheerios and some milk to eat? Don't, don't do that. Just eat. Don't eat magic cards. That's very bad. I wasn't... Don't, definitely don't do that. Definitely. definitely want- have, you, have you ever eaten a magic card? I have. 
No, I don't think I have eaten a magic card. Unpleasant. Wouldn't recommend. Yeah. But I opened an Anthusa in uh, Return to Ravnica Draft, and the card was so bad that I ate it. And it was bad. Or Theros Draft. Theros Draft. Bad playing it and eating it, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah zero out of five stars on both axes. If you go to uh, the official Gatherer rulings on any card that involves food or food tokens, an official rules ruling of all of those cards, Gilded Goose all the way down, right, says, please do not eat the delicious magic cards. That's not a joke. You can go and see that. You can see that. This is delicious, though. Yeah, I, it's uh, they're, 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 what, what a foul temperance they are. These cards, forbidden snack. Exactly. So, right. In addition to the twenty percent back and everything, there are new deals every day. Every day. Every every, bla- every day. day of Black Friday. So just one new every, deal. No, 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 no. All every day this week, baby. Every day. Monday, this Tuesday, week. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. What the whole the whole the whole Black Week? The whole Black Week. Just for example. Yesterday, mm. CFB Pro deal. You ready for this? Go on. $25. Okay. Six months of CFB Pro. All right. That's cheaper than usual. And $30 store credit. So they're giving you money. Yeah. The literally, the big thing says, we'll pay you to go pro. And still, the Channel 5 Water Marketing Department still has its head firmly lodged up its own ass and can't realize that the idea for Water Marketing Department is to make money, not to give money away. <laughs> We'll pay you to go pro. Six so months, twenty five bucks. So done. Is and that, so is that deal already? Is that still deal still going? Still, still valid through to the end of Monday. Jeez, you better be quick then. You better be quick. Black Friday specials. I think that's. I think that's actually like it costs negative five dollars to sign up for CP Pro with this deal, rather than negative one cent. Coupon code night at checkout. Coupon code night at checkout. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we got him. And yeah, bunch of other like check back every day for fresh new deals. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The Wednesday deal will already be up. Yes, but I can't spoil it. By the time you listen to this, the Thursday deal will likely be up. Well, then we can obviously spoil the Wednesday deal. No, no, no. No one's going to listen to this, Dennis. No, 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 no. My window's open. I can't do it. Oh, what if the neighbor's here? <laughs> what if the neighbor's here? What if your cat goes and sells the, sells the, uh, goes, the information? Goes, the, 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 I can hear Yuri typing the Reddit thread right now, mate. Yeah, exactly. He goes and sells it to, to competing card uh, retailers. But yeah, go head on over there. Get your singles for 20% store credit back. Get your super sick deal on CFB Pro. And please use code SMART whenever you do. Cool. Use coupon code night. It's easy to type. We've already talked about this. It's not easy to type. Who's it's in charge of coupon code, coupon code deals? I can be. You can be? Yeah. Dennis, I would like to lodge a complaint against two, three of the other Channel Fireball affiliates. Okay. Maybe you can do it off air is better. But I would like to complain about uh, Luca Van Dern, Voxy. Mm-hmm. Van Voxy and Luis Scott Vargas <laughs> for having shorter codes. Do they have shorter codes? That's a coincidence. No, it's because that they. I think they would bring the brand name of Channel Fireball into disrepute. Do you know what I saw them doing? I saw what? Voxy was picking her nose on stream. Okay, you can't have that. Can't have a brand ambassador picking their nose on stream. Okay, Luis Scott Vargas eating with his mouth open. Very rude. Uh, okay, and, and LVD and Luca. See, Luca. See, I'm suspicious. I don't know what Luca's up to because he doesn't have his camera on when he's streaming. It could be anything. Who knows what he's doing? Could be anything. Who knows what disgusting things he's doing with his camera? Oh, my God. Are you going to take a risk? Are you going to take a risk on him? And you're saying that all three of them had shorter coupon codes than me? That's weird. Yeah. That's a weird coincidence. Anyway, Axum was what I say. Who else has a, does anyone else have a shorter coup? Gabby's is shorter than yours too. Oh, Gabby. Well, don't even get me started. Actually, I don't have a chance with Gabby. She's the influencer manager. All right, Gabby. Yeah, you're both Gabby can have it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway, channelfiber.com, coupon code night at checkout. Go and get go and get yourself some uh, some some sweet deals. All right, we're going to kick things off, Dennis, with a um, segment we we debuted mm. to great fanfare. Get your scuba gear on. Get your get get into your human cage mm-hmm. because it's time for Shark Tales. Woohoo! 
And our first shark tale, not, I mean, it's an interesting shark tale. It's, this is more of a gummy mm-hmm. shark, more of a grain earth shark than a, than a tiger or a great white, right? But I'm interested, I mean, I'm interested to get your perspective on this one. It comes into us from Keitsa, fellow, uh, fellow Australian, fellow Melbourneian, who says, hearing all these shark tales mm-hmm. reminds I me. I thought you were going to read because they put woohoo in the question. <laughs> they did, but I, I, you, I, think, I think you're the woohoo guy. I appreciate that. I think that, that, you know. Anyway, uh, it reminds me of perhaps my favorite trade I ever made. I'm an Australian currently living in France, went to a French LGS for some commander. After an the game, FLGS. Say again? An FLGS. Oh, a French, a French local local commander. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, it'd be an LGSF. Oh, a LGSF from It'd be a GSLF. GSLF, a game store local French. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, after the game, I'm looking through one of the players' trade binders and see a French Fifth Dawn Crucible of Worlds. Or the Cruze, La Cruce de des Mondes. Uh, well, you said like that, it's in Spanish, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I go starry-eyed whenever I see original printings of cards and French versions of cards, and this is a double whammy. So I asked the bloke mm. if he'd be willing to trade for my M19 Crucible, except, expecting him to say no, because newer printings are usually worth less. Uh, but he tells me the English printings are actually worth more due to the larger market for them, and we make the trade. I love this trade because we both walk away thinking that we got a great deal. He essentially gets a X dollar note, and I get to bling out my deck for my personal definition of bling. Question for Riley and Dennis, which end of the trade would you rather be on? And for what reasons, if any, would you be willing to trade down on price, you know, if it's something like set, language, foil, condition, etc.? I personally don't like foreign cards. I don't like playing with foreign cards because I find it like frustrating. As a person who has to switch languages regularly in my day-to-day life, Mm-mm-mm. it's not something I enjoy doing playing Magic. Do you not like doing it IRL as well? I do like doing it IRL, yeah. but I like doing it fine. It's a but huge no, I, flex, I like, dude. It's a huge flex. I like, I like all my cards to basically match. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in that as well. I'm in that camp as well. I went around Europe years and years ago when I was on, when I played in the World, World Magic Cup, and I was like, ooh, foreign cards, great. And I picked up as many different cards from as many different languages. And now trying to shift them, oh my goodness, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. I don't want these cards the only, anymore. And trying to the sell only, them is so bad. The only foreign card I like that I have is I have a foil Japanese cryptic command. Okay. Extra yeah. cryptic. I've never understood like a, a lot of people love non-Latin cards, so like the Cyrillic or the uh, you know or the or the Asian characters that sort of stuff. People love it. I've never understood the appeal, but I know that they're very popular. The only foreign cards I like are the ones where the translations are very funny or bad or Descend just upon the fisherman. Like, say again. Descend upon the fisherman. Spend upon the fisherman. Um, Xenagos, God of Orgies. Um, uh, Wurmspiralmaschine. Yeah, uh, the best one in German is though is is Aufgepropfte Kriegsausrüstung, which is grafted war gear, and it's oh, so boy. long that they have to like make the text the font smaller. smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of really good ones. Like the German, obviously, German Wildner cattle becomes wilder cattle. Yeah, well, it's strictly better. It's just better. It's even more wild. Um, and my, my bog tatters in German is Sumpflumpf. Sumpflump. Zumpflump. Yeah, I, I do like I do like zumpfs actually. If if, if 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 there's zumpfs in the land box, I'll take the zumpfs. You'll take a zumpf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh another friend good uh, good French one is um Shriekmore, which is Early Girl. Early Girl. <laughs> yeah. Early girly. Um but no, generally speaking, I think I would be on I would be walking away with this M nineteen Crucible of Worlds and I, w- I, I would agree. feel like the shark. Mm-hmm. And look, supply and demand, like he says, if the English one is more valuable in France, you got shark, mate. But if it, if it's a willing sharking, if you're one of the, like, I feel like, well, I've got to, okay, talk for a second, Dennis, because I've got to look something up. Are you looking, okay, so, but basically what I'm getting at here is if the other person says, and and Keys seems to think that they're correct, that in France specifically, the supply of English cards is lower, mm-hmm. therefore the English version of the card is more valuable, 
I think that's you could because you can sell it and use it to buy a French one and yes. keep two dollars or whatever. Well, and that's the other thing that like the English cards are definitely more liquid. English cards are definitely more liquid. That's definitely true. Liquid, yeah, you can send them into Channel Five or Ubox. We buy. Um, that's true. I, I think in this in this situation, Dennis, are you the cl- the shark or are you the cleaner ras? That's what I was looking for. You know, the, the little the little the uh, the the fish that go into the shark's mouth and like pick at the food, clean up their teeth, clean up their teeth. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think Kitsa here was the willing cleaner ras. So it's a parasitic relate, a parasymbiotic relationship. Parasymbiotic relationship. Kitsa has swum into this guy's mouth, right? Sucked away at his teeth for a while, and then gone away very happy to have these have these scraps. I, this this analogy upsets me now because these are humans we're talking about. Yeah, we're but talking, we're talking I, about some some Australian bloke in France sucking on the teeth of some guy at the local. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that look, in the middle of a global bro- pandemic. Wear a mask. Yeah, no way. Look, broadly speaking, if both of you are walking away happy from a deal, one of you is wrong. Oh, Dennis, that's so Machiavellian of you. It's true, though. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's nice. It's nice that. So you're you're saying there's no such thing as a win-win situation. Um, uh, deals are zero sum. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's relative value. If I have ten geese and you have ten ducks, me trading a duck for one of your geese probably feels good to both of us. We're diversifying our poultry portfolios. Yes, but one of you is wrong. One of you, one of those is worth more to a third party who is none of either. Yes, because a duck or a, a duck or a goose has to be worth more. A goose is definitely worth more than a duck. Do you, is it, but a geese are detestable animals. Yeah, but I, 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 if I give you a goose among all your ducks, that goose is going to kill all your ducks. Yeah, so I'd rather just have a duck. I don't think there's any circumstance under which I'd like a goose. I can't. Well, you, think, you, you, I, you, you have you have the the supply locked up already. You don't need a goose because you already are a goose, so you don't need. All right, additional mate. Meat. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, never mind. Let's right. move on to uh, yeah. Move on to another one. You want to read this one for us from Scorch. Riley, I'm reading this fresh, like every question on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Scorch writes in and says, Hey, Smar, I have a shark tail. Woohoo! This happened a long time ago when I was in high school. I had a jank deck that was a lot of fun to play. Well, one day, I was playing as a friend, and he asked if he could borrow it for the weekend to play. It's a little unusual. I said, sure. And after he assured me he would return it right after, I told him not to worry. Take as much time as he needed. Now, that's a little sinister. <laughs> no, no, no. You take all, all the time, time you need. need. <laughs> well, a few weeks had gone by. So I casually asked if he was done with my deck. He looked me dead in the eyes and said, No, you said I could have it as long as I wanted, so I'm keeping it. It's mine now. Oh my goodness, mate. Oh my goodness. I was more than a little oh thrown by this and didn't know how to respond. At the time, I didn't want to make a big deal of it because she was very, because the deck was very inexpensive, so I let it go. However, I eventually stopped being friends with him and broke out contact with him. Yeah, I justify. Yeah, no one, no one wants to be friends with a shark. No, no, no. You said I could have it as long as I wanted. That is so I've, most, chosen, like, I've chosen the length of my mortal life. That is the most obnoxious 15-year-old letter of the law logic. Yeah. I can't believe this happened to you, Scorch, and I'm so sorry. I want to tell you something related. So you might have seen Eric Levine tweet yesterday. Go um, I'm going to pull up the actual tweet because it's rel- It's kind of it's tacitly related. To I this. just can't. Like this sort of, like, it's the sort of thing It's like, yeah, I guess you got me. Got me, but now we're not friends anymore. Like, you idiot. Obviously, I didn't mean keep it forever, right? Obviously, like, it still belongs to me, but, I, I, you know, and you go to you go to the courts and the judge is like, well, technically you did say that, the, you know, the, the lawyers are there patting each other on the back, shaking each other's hands, taking 40% of the deck that was, uh, you know, argued over. Go ahead. Eric said that yesterday, Eric's video, yesterday at 5.15 p.m., 
Lich money spends just like regular money. Me in a very normal Channel Fireball marketing meeting. That's all <laughs> this is because we were talking about the CFP Pro deal as it went live. Yes. And we realized I didn't say anywhere that it was for six months. Yeah. And Jeffrey said, well, this makes it look like I'm signing for CFP Pro from now until the end of my mortal life. Yeah. And I said, Jeffrey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. If a lich wants to sign up for CFP Pro, we'll take their money. Yes. And like, Eric said lich money spends just like regular money. Exactly. Channel Firewall doesn't discriminate against the differently alive. Yeah, yeah. No. So, <laughs> the differently alive. Yeah, it's yeah. Differently That's alive. what it is, mate. But um, it just reminds me because this guy's like, no, no, no. You said I could keep it as long as I want. So yeah. I've chosen to keep it till I die. Till and then the heat death him. of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is. Um, he did not get that deck for free off Scorch because it cost him one friendship. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The social cost of that was not zero. And Scorch could be a lovely guy for all we know. I mean, got great taste in podcast. Well, medium taste. I mean, all, 50, 50, all we have to go on is positives. Taste. That's true. That's fair. That's, That's fair. true. That's true. Um, yeah, though, this is... I was going to say this is a textbook sharking. It's not. This is a sharking of the highest order. Like, a go textbook on. sharking is like, oh, I'll trade you this $5 card for your $10 card. Gotcha. That's a textbook sharking. That's yeah. a textbook sharking. That's a classic sharking. That's what they this teach is, you at shark school. This is... This is... Shark school. <laughs> this is, this this is, is a, advanced sharkery. This is... Yeah, this is sharking 102. This is... This is like... This is like postgrad sharkery. That's what's going on here. Like, it's the sort of life rules lawyering of you said I could keep it as long as I want yeah. is just ridiculous. And it just doesn't, like, it doesn't work in the real world at all. No. Or it works exactly once on, like, on one person. And then they don't talk to you ever again like yeah. happened here. Yeah. It's like, congratulations, you have successfully conned me. I will never work with you again. Just like, what's his name? Alan Moore did with uh, with DC. All right. We've got a couple of uh, people worried about their- um... Their buttholes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was trying to find a funnier, more tactful way to say it. I feel like, I, I, feel like I, I did the funny part very well there. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. We've got a lot of people worried about their buttholes, Dennis, but we've also coming to our next segment here, which is called Am I the Magical Asshole? So, I mean. But, uh, but, uh, the way you said that, man, it's not like I expected a musical sting. Were we used to do musical stings? I was. I, I do remember we used to do musical stings. What I was trying to do there was do. So, Dennis, um, I'm going to now dissect the, the comedy line I was going for because that generally increases how funny it is what i was going mm. for there is this, we've got some people worried about their buttholes and we've also got him the asshole as in the two different oh I, I totally things. missed that you missed it mm-hmm. yeah i was trying to go like you know and if you're worried about your butthole please talk to your doctor but um i didn't these stick people to worried about being, yeah, no I, I trampled you a little bit that's my fault i think also the fact that butthole and asshole are too close to each other in terms of like like the, there wasn't enough of a, a difference for the proper denouement of this of this mm-hmm. gag so, um, no, I really stuffed it. I really super-duper stuffed it. Anyway. We'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll call that a 6 out of 10 must-try-harder. What's the most scathing comment you ever gave a child on a report like that as a teacher? Oh, you, we what's were, the like thing you I used to be a primary school teacher, for those of you who don't know. You can only be so cruel to eight-year-olds, I guess. Well, huh? do you know what's really disappointing? Is huh? that my school wouldn't let you um, write nasty reports about kids. They're not nasty, but you, you mean they wouldn't write anything remotely negative? Nothing remotely negative. It was always That's like awful. an area where da-da-da could improve is whatever, right? And I was really disappointed because what would happen is I, like there was there were some kids who were just absolute, oh, just absolute little assholes and I'd write what I thought of them and then the vice principal would just edit them and be like, sign this. Yep. Can you guess what all of my reports said as a primary school child? Dennis could uh, – Dennis – 
could do so much better if he applied himself more. No, 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 no. No, no. really? Mindset. Dennis always finishes his work early and distracts other children. Okay, yeah, that, that also checks out. <laughs> that also, I mean, I wasn't too far away from that because no, I think no, that's no. Then, like the, what happens is, like, because, yeah. yeah, Dennis doesn't apply himself. Dennis does the, you know. Dennis, yeah, I, I got a report once that was like, Dennis talks all the time. It doesn't seem to affect his work, but it definitely affects the work yep. of those around him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Because I knew I was getting measured against the rest of the class. Yeah, zero didn't. sum. It's so like I, when I don't you're have to outrunning a bear. You don't need to be the fastest. You just need to not be the slowest. Yeah. If I make everybody else do worse, I am therefore oh, better. Ta- oh, so you're tripping people over while you're running away from the oh, bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? Rat on me? They got eaten by a bear. Let's I talk didn't... to Legrill in the Sound by the Asshole segment right now. All right, go ahead. Legrill writes in to say, in the before times, God, I hate that phrase. Mm. Nothing against Legrill. I just hate that that reminds me of the time they used to be. Mm. And we're stuck here in our bunkers with COVID-23 raging on the outside. Oh, don't say that. I don't want the sequel. The <laughs> original was bad enough. Have you seen the movie trailer Michael Bay made? For what? A movie called Songbird? No. It comes out, I think, early next year. Okay. It's set in, like, in the 24 when COVID-23 is like ravaging and like it's the same pandemic. No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll have to have a look at that. Anyway, let's go. Legrill. Legrill says, In the before times of Paper Magic was a thing. I played in the Team Eternal event of Modern Legacy on Australian set. Whoa, 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 whoa. I played in the Team Eternal event of Modern Legacy yep. and Australian mm-hmm. Seven Point Highlander. Riley, you had me in the first half, okay? I am. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. I was in the Legacy seat playing Sneak and Show, sat down with my next opponent, and wrote my playmat with a Thought Not Seer art. My opponent goes, Ah, you're on Eldrazi Stompy. And I replied with, I sure am. I was just lying, but okay. Yeah. I was on the play with seven, and my opponent was on lands with a mulligan to six. I opened with basic land, ponder, to which my opponent said, you lied to me. And I said, I'm your opponent. I don't have your best interests at heart. Oh my God, this is Seto Kaiba here. <laughs> just as the judges tell everyone at the beginning at any competitive event. Do they do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you not heard this? No. At GPs, they'll be like, uh, you know, it'll be like, oh, welcome, da, 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 everyone sit down, da, da, whatever. You know, if you, if there are any problems, call a judge. Do not rely on your opponent to tell you what their cards do. They do not have your best interests at heart. I don't think the girl's done anything wrong here. This is a power move, if anything. If anything, Dennis, if anything, it is a power move. Like, that. it's... Oh. The thing I don't it's like... It's a little weird to lie, though. It's a little weird to be like, yeah, I sure am. And then it is a little weird again to look your opponent in the eyes and go, I don't have your best interest. In it. It's it is, very Yu-Gi-Oh. It is very Yu-Gi-Oh. But the thing about it is, like, there's no good way out of this, right? Like, if we're going to talk about... We can talk about this seriously. We can go back to goofing about it in a minute. But, like, let's talk about it seriously here, right? Like, If your opponent asks you a point-blank question about the contents of your deck or your hand or whatever... I've had this happen to me, yeah. right? They're like, oh, do you, do you have a counterspell in hand? And you're like... Oh, yes, I do. I mean, yeah, I'm like an undercover cop. I have to tell you it's in the Constitution. Yeah. Your best it's not, <laughs> your best bet is probably to be like, I'll never tell, which is just a different kind of weird and coy. But there's no, okay, because in like just general conversation, general society, if you ask someone a simple question, a simple polite question, generally they should give you a simple and truthful answer, right? But that's not really the case and here. In magic, it's, it's not the case. So you're kind of preying on people's good nature at, at best and- when you ask a question like that, there's no good way. If you, your opponent can never emerge from that with any kind. Like, no matter what they do, they either look like they either look weird or look like an asshole, right? Or they've given up some equity by telling you the or truth. Or they tell you the truth, right? So they're like, oh, are you playing such and such a card in your deck? And you're like, I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. And it's just. I mean, I think I would do that, honestly. 
But that's I, that's like I think it's the weird. Best case the, opponent, the opponent's putting you in a weird position. They're the asshole. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. And I think if your opponent does this, if your opponent is like they ask you this an inappropriate question, like that, I think it's carte blanche to then goof around and have a bit of fun with it and be as silly as you like fun. because they're they're you know, the one who's committed right. the, the first wrong. I didn't think about it that way. Like Legrill was put in an awkward position, and I think probably made the best of it. Like if you, you when your opponent goes, ah, oh, you're an Eldrazi Stompy, right? Like you can be sarcastic, like I'm sure am, right? And then if you are, it doesn't matter. And then if you're not, well, you don't have to tell them. But like saying that sort of thing, it's like you say, I'm an Eldrazi Stompy. You either come off as like hostile and and abrasive when you're like maybe, right? Or you have to lie. So don't like I think you know I know this is an advice question, but the advice is don't ask these questions to your opponent because you're the one doing the wrong thing. You're putting them in an awkward position. What if they just didn't say anything? Just, just iced them out. Just stared at them, sat down, unraveled the playmat. Maybe, maybe put it away, take out a different playmat. That might be even better. <laughs> I like that. That's that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, rumbled. Wrap that up. You know, not anymore. Ins- Vendillion click instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, but if you, what if you just ice them? I mean, that's objectively weird and rude. It's definitely. I mean, th- th- that's the thing. I don't think there is a way. Look, I want to hear it. Is there a way out of this situation? Right. When your opponent asks you a question like this, do you have a counter spell? You know, how much removal are you playing? Oh, what's in your side? Are you an I don't know. Are you? Like, is that an okay? <laughs> I don't know. Are you? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't think there's a tactful way out of it. I do love the 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 drama of it, though. Yeah. I don't have your best interests at heart. Your best interests at heart, yes. Yugi boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> PD Rahim writes in Riley. Yep. I have a Am I the Asshole to share. One of my favorite commander decks is a sea creature themed brew. I call that a broth, I think, probably is the, like a chowder, maybe. It's a, yeah, a chowder. It's a payer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the release of Commander Legends, I just sleeved up the new awesome Simic Legends Emoti, Celebrant of Bounty, as the deck's new commander. Cascading from massive krakens, leviathans, and serpents into other krakens, leviathans, and serpents is me living my best life. Man, I wish I had the joy for magic that this guy does. <laughs> <laughs> so my focus since the deck's inception was to keep it as flavorful and true to a sea creature theme as possible. But I've reached an impasse. I really want to slot in Gorklaw, Terror of the Colossusma. And that's uh, that's the it's a bear. Gorklaw would be great in the deck because it reduces the, the cost of all my giant sea creatures and gives them trample when they attack. If flavor weren't a consideration, Gorklaw would be 100% include. Would I be a magical asshole for including Gorklaw in my sea creature commander deck? Am I committing treason of the highest order for breaking the flavor theme rule for power and more wins? Would my wife think I have commitment issues for not sticking to the theme? I mean, it's a bear and bears swim, right? I have, a, I have an out for you here. We, hang on. Can I just say before we answer this question, we need more questions like this. Yeah, yeah, We yeah, need yeah. so many more well. questions like this. Like, you know, a lot of submissions are, you know, they're very oh, laborious and serious. And Denisov, Denisov uh, you know, we've got a... No, wait, no, different angle. I'm going to scratch that. Do that one again. A lot of questions, Dennis, are so frothy and and meaningless and they don't matter. And now we're finally getting to something meaty, the Dennis. Meat. Yeah, something yeah. we can sink our teeth into. We're real issue to unpick here. Go ahead. You've got the out. Two things. Well, I have an out first. Well, second of all, I have an out. But first of all, it all depends. It's all about whether you can get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I build theme decks or I build to win. And I don't judge you for either, but you got to pick. I don't think you can do it. The out, Riley. I think you do. Go on. Is the mighty, mighty tardigrade. The sea bear. The water bear. The water bear, excuse me. The water bear. 
the water bear. The, I mean, the tardigrade. So tardigrades, for those of you who don't know, is the tardigrade, as far as I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Dennis, it is a tiny microscopic life form mm-hmm. that is basically indestructible. Yeah, they can survive huge temperatures, cold and hot, massive amounts of pressure, radiation, all that they stuff. They survive like in the in in the vacuum of space, right? Yeah, they're like they're like pseudo indestructible. They just don't die, right? No matter what. So, is is gore claw? Are we retconning gore claws law? Is this a gore claw law? Change. I was trying to be another word. <laughs> Damn it. Is this a gore claw law? Change to make. Make rather than a, a regular bear, Gorklaw is now a water bear, a tardigrade. Take it, one, take it one step further, Riley. Go on. Commission the altar. Oh, here we go. Get Eric Klug on the phone. Commission the altar. Get yourself a tardigrade Gorklaw. You turn Gorklaw into the wateriest of bears, and all of a sudden, what is Dennis? What is is a greater sea monster? Tardigrades are terrifying. Like if you if you if you got an altar of like a two story kaiju sized water bear flying out of the water, I'd be like terrifying sea monster, no problem. Even but even if we take the even if we don't take the size out of it, right? Who'd win in a fight? A kraken or a tardigrade? I can tell you what, a tardigrade wouldn't lose. Tardigrade wouldn't lose. There's no way, right? And so if we're looking at just like in terms of just a lifespan thing, like who's going to die first? Kraken's going to be eaten by I don't know. a even bigger sperm whale or something. I don't know. But no, t- Dennis, you've, you've, you've absolutely- you've, I think the tardigrade is the out here. I thought we were going to get, you know, a decent five or 10 minutes of, 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 of good conversation <laughs> and jokes about all this sort of stuff, but Dennis has just done it. I, I actually think, I, I I think you should commission an altar for tardigrade. I think you should, you get it and you find your favorite magic artist and you ask them if they could, if they can just make it into a water bear. And if they, and if it becomes like a Godzilla sized water bear as well, emerging from Riley, the sea. People are asking Megan if she does altars on her stream. I'll ask her if she wants to do it. She likes she likes painting cute animals. Water bears are kind of cute. Are not cute. Ah, they're kind of cute. They're kind of terrifying. Can I tell you, Dennis? Out of all of the microscopic life forms, I would put tardigrades so high on the list of cuteness. They don't even have faces, really. Yeah, though. but compared to most microscopic life forms, right, which are either like amorphous blobs or terrifying. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. On that, uh, it, it, like, it's 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 the prettiest girl at an ugly party, the tardigrade. It's the like in the world of you know of of micro zoology, right? It is. It's a, it's a good looking. It's a good looking. It's the ha- it's it's the handsomest lad of a bunch. Yeah, exactly for sure. So, uh, yeah, I, but this is. I, I didn't expect us to solve this so quickly, Dennis. This was uh, this is really good. Yeah, you've you've got the out. Right, I have a question for you. Go on. So, have you heard of Unus Anus? I, uh, uh, Dennis, can I tell you, I have not. Unus Anus, a, this is going to go in it, one or two directions. It's a YouTube channel I only heard about recently. Okay. Um, I, I heard about it at a very inopportune time. It's a, co- it's a co- collaboration between Markiplier and some other guy. I haven't watched any of the videos. Okay. But the whole thing was, like, we made this channel called Unus Anus, mm. and we're going to do videos that are nothing like our other videos. Yes. Totally weird experimental stuff. Mm. And then after a year, we are deleting every single video on the channel. Okay. They're all gone. Yeah. How do you feel about doing that for Smart 100? <laughs> Just wipe it from existence. Just wipe it from existence. How did this come up for out of a, chat, a tardigrade chat? Uh, I thought uh, because it was an asshole question, I thought about Anus. <laughs> that was it. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, we'll table that. So at the moment, we've got, uh, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up for the 100th episode, which is still a year away. We're barely halfway there. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's still a long way away, but all right. Okay. Excellent. All right, that's Vinyl good. print. Vi- okay. List of ideas currently. Merch. Yep. Vi- live, sh- live show mm-hmm. 
vinyl print. Yeah. Delete the whole podcast. Those are the, the orders. Delete the, the whole. The ideas. Oh, not just delete the hundredth episode. No, no, all of it. Delete the entire it, thing. It never ha- like that's how Unisan is. They're all gone. Well, that I'm. I mean, that is a, that's even more intriguing. I thought it was just the hundredth episode. It's like it's up for a week, and then you listen to it, and then it's gone. No, no, it is done. It is over. Hundredth episode. That's our, that's we. That's us pulling the ripcord mm-hmm. and disappearing in a in a puff of in a puff of smoke. We do it live, and at the end, we delete the whole thing. I don't think people are going to want that. I feel like that's not going to scan well for people, especially if we have I don't think Channel Fireball will want that. I think, like, the difference here as well is that we didn't warn people ahead of time. Like, Unus Anas, they've come in and they'll be like, this is what's happening. We're giving people a year. What? If we decide now, it's a year away. I guess people can start downloading the MP3s, yeah. Squirreling yeah. them away. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I'm not going to say no to that. I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to reserve my my 100, ep- 100 episode veto for the vinyl. <laughs> that's, still, <laughs> that's still under the Riley veto. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Anyway, Riley, I have a, we have a change of pace here. Well, I, I really, I wanted, I, I was so excited about this PD question. I was really excited to have a lot of. I crushed chat, it, mate. I'm you sorry. Just solved it. You just solved it. I crushed away. it. More you want to talk like about this, like whether you, whether like you should play magic your way, and if you want to build a flareful deck, you can. And if you want to win, you shouldn't feel no, absolutely too, not. How could you? How could you? De- like you, you, you're gonna sit there and say you've got a sea creature deck when you, and then you're gonna put a bear in it? Absolutely not. Get out of town. Get out of town. Water bear. Waterbear. But then all of a sudden, Waterbear just solves a problem. So, Petey, there you go. Get in touch with your favorite magic artist and see if they'll solve a problem. Anyway, Dennis, we're going to try something new here. Sorry, we're going to take a different yeah. tack. Go ahead. A new segment. A new, a new segment. segment on the show here yes. where people write in with questions where they want advice with a magic-related problem okay. in their lives. Okay. Totally new thing. We've never done this before. Never done it before. we got two of them this week, Riley. Yes. Do you want to read us the first one? I'll read out the first one. <clears throat> Comes to us from Ashton Schneider. So yeah, we're just trying this out. Let me let me you know what people. I mean, it's funny because at the beginning of the podcast we talk about like oh the MTG advice podcast almost like a little joke, and now we're kind of leaning into the joke a bit more by actually. Doing no, 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 that's because there is an ad read, and it is people's vice to listen to the. Oh, podcast. it's an ad. They love the they love the ads, and it's produced by Vice. And it's produced so. by Vice, exactly. Yeah. All right, Ashton Schneider asks. I love the podcast. That's not a question. Thank, but you, thank you, Ashton. Woo-hoo! Question. <laughs> A lot of time when I play mag- uh, Magic on Arena, my opponent will have a full field and I won't have enough to block them. I have a low, low, low life total, no open mana, and sometimes no cards in hands. Why do they still flood the field with more stuff with lots of triggers instead of just killing me? I think it's overkill and it kind of feels like they're kicking me extra when they, they know I'm going to lose. Am I being too sensitive? Yes. Why do people do this? <laughs> I, I, I understand this. I understand where Ashton's coming from. Like, I feel very I bad for Ashton because they're basically like, hi, my name's Ashton. I do a podcast. I lose at Magic Unlocks. Why does it always have to be so hard? That. <laughs> a lot of times when I play Magic Unreal, my opponent will have a full field and I won't have enough okay, to block yeah, them, And I'll have a low life and no yeah, mana right, and no okay. cards in hand. All right. A lot. Okay. You, yeah. I have my name's Ashton. I lose a lot. Um, well, let me tell you, Ashton, there's actually a great, great advice for you here. This week only, if you go to channelforabile.com, you can sign up for CFV <laughs> Pro and start finding yourself in the situation. Good night. Um, so this annoys me as well, but when you're, when you're, they have you dead to rights and they go for the overkill. But the thing is, you can't really complain about it because you can always concede. Rule 104.3, you may concede the game at any time. Think about it from your perspective, Riley. Yeah. Do you do the overkill on your opponents? I mean, especially when you stream. I do. Well, I, I have to say, I don't do it that often. Really? I don't think so. I think it's because I don't win very much. But like, if I'm like, I've got him here. Oh, I'll muck empathize. around. You, and, you, you know, can empathize with Ashton here. Say again. You can empathize with Ashton. That's it. You know. I mean, uh, and I, I, I just I don't know how to fix this problem. Even even see I'm beyond the help of even CB Pro. 
<laughs> anyway, um, no, like I, I guess I do this. I probably do this sometimes when I need the clip, but oftentimes, no, I don't. I don't. Like, it's just like, oh, I can win quick, win before something happens. They're tapped out. They've got no cards or whatever, but it's quick, just before something happens, I'm going to try to win this game here. So I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. And if you're not streaming or not making content, what's the point of even trying to have if fun? If you're not having fun in the game and you think you're going to lose, just concede, dude. But that's the thing, right? Like, just The, the answer here is to Ashton, just concede. Are you being too sensitive? You should never feel, you should never feel bad for how your feelings make you feel. Mm. You can un, you can try and reflect and change how you act on those feelings, yeah. but you should never your feelings are legitimate. You should never feel bad for feelings and things. You got to feel your feelings, but that's I think Dennis says is saying the right thing. You can you can't change your feelings necessarily, but you can change your behavior. And so if your response to this is if you don't like it, if you feel like you're being kicking, kicking extra when you know you're going to lose, like I guess the problem is like if you're not just dead, like they have to attack in a certain way or they have to have like oh, whatever. I don't know. It sucks. It kind of sucks to do that. But then I guess as a content creator, those are the sorts of clips that people do love to see, you know, like the total overkill clips and that sort of thing. But so I think if you if, if it is upsetting you, just bail. Just pull the ripcord. Concede. Get out of there. Just get out of there and, and you don't owe anything. You don't owe anyone anything. So I don't know. Not a very sexy answer to that one, Dennis, but I hope that helped. Out. Sometimes you lose and it's okay to be frustrated if your opponent's going to stomp you into the dirt over it. Mm-hmm. But like what I said, if you want to get out, you can just get out. You should, and you shouldn't feel bad about doing. No, that. definitely. That, I mean, that's a, that's an important piece of advice. Don't feel bad about chucking chucking the, uh, the throwing in the towel. No, it's, you, it's a game playing for fun. You can throw the towel whenever you want. As a, a wise philosopher once said, Dennis, "It's only game." Why, Why you have to, to be mad? Exactly. All right, Dennis. Our next question comes in from our Luke. Final N. question. You read is, this question. I mean, this belongs in a different segment, doesn't it, Riley? This belongs in Gank Me from River, Dennis. You cheated. <laughs> I read it. While you read the Dennis, other Dennis, I can't yes. believe you. I can't believe you've done this. Do you know how but much preparation re- went into me trying to sneak in this question without you reading it? How, Dennis? I put it like I put it in. I buried it's it. I was like, I, I, I like organized the rhythm of it. So, so you would it was like I read the last one. You would read this one. You don't understand how much I wanted you to read this blind. And the one I, time you I, go ahead and read the question ahead of time, you know why? You know what tipped it? What was it? Capitalization. What was it? Capitalization. It said, like I could see the words ash and gin and misfortune <sighs> sticking out. And I was like, what the hell is this question? Why is this? That's like, oh. so annoying. I'm sorry, Luke N. I did my best to try to sneak it in, but we didn't get there. Anyway, Dennis, you want to read this question from Luke? Did Luke N ask you to sneak it in? I don't know, but I decided to. All right. Luke N asks, question for Dennis. A few months ago, I listened to Smart and got me into playing into League. Amazing. I can't believe we sold a copy of... I mean, I guess it's a free game. If we sold any League of Legends skin, though, I am calling Riot for my cut, yeah, I swear yeah. to God. Absolutely. I've been mostly playing ADC and really enjoy it, with most of the time I play with Ash, and I feel like I do fairly okay with Ash. I also play Jin and Misfortune. My problem is that I just cannot get the hang of Misfortune. My win rate is abysmal, and I feel like I'm constantly behind. Do you have any recommendations of champions to play? Okay, there's a couple things here. I'm just going to straight... Can straight I just, like... <laughs> you can, can leave if you can, want. <laughs> can I make myself... I'm going to get my toasted sandwich or something. You played Ash. Thing. You played Ash. I did play Ash. I was, like, not completely incompetent with Ash. So ADC is just in a really crappy spot right now. The attack damage, it's just a very, very weak roll. With the item refresh, the items that the ADCs get access to are not really as good as the items the other rolls get access to. And also, tanks are so strong right now, and the ability to shred them, like, Kraken Slayer is just not cutting the mustard currently. But... If you're new to the game, you're probably in like an ELO like me, where that doesn't really matter so much. So if you like Ash, you should try, probably try playing Vayne. Uh, I think Vayne's decently similar to Ash. Uh, Misfortune's really tricky because Misfortune's really, really hard to farm with because double tap means that you deal like wildly varying amounts of damage to different minions. 
But once you get into the rhythm, and you should not be afraid to use your Q to farm because you're using it to poke anyway. So hitting a menu with it is not the end of the world. Um, those are like my like. And here's the real tip though: play jungle. Not even kidding. Look up a look up a champion you like. I really like Warwick, for example. Look up a champion you like, and just learn the jungle path. Watch a video of somebody playing a game of jungler for like a half hour, and it's a wildly different experience, and it's so rewarding. ADC is my least favorite role to play, honestly, except for maybe mid. I don't like mid very much either. But jungle and top are mwah, primo. I would recommend trying those. But if you if you want to stick with ADC, try Vayne. I would say maybe try. Riley Hoss is another good ADC that you think is. A oh, good. you know who I've yeah, always Ezra, liked. Ezra was quite strong. You know who I've always liked is Volibear. It's not an ADC, man. Uh, oh, no, no, I wasn't <laughs> saying it was an ADC. I'm just like, it's a character that I really like. No, I, um, I'm i a big fan <laughs> of the Nautilus, big bloke in the metal suit. Support. Yeah, he's a cool champion. The, yeah. Just in terms of bottom line characters. It's actually very popular right now. They've nerfed it a little bit, but until like a week ago, it was very popular to play mages as ADC. You know so who I like, though, a lot? So my favorite character is the samurai guy whose name I can't... Yasuo. Yeah, I love Yasuo. People do play Yasuo as ADC. I finally got one. But he's melee, so it's loose. I would try Vayne. I wasn't going through the time that I played League of Legends to try to find characters. I was thinking about my time playing Legends of Runeterra to to think of heroes. (laughs) It was just a way more ready. I actually love that we got this question. (laughs) I'm really happy. You sound sound like you really know. Like, what are your top top five Vayne tips? If if if, if Luke's going to start... Maining vein. It's become a, a oh, max W. Main. Don't get hit. Make sure you roll after you ult, and don't overextend trying to hit the third thing. If you're going to take a tower shot forward, it's probably not worth it. And save your con- like you can use your condemns and escape. That's really good too. If you, if someone's chasing you, just can condemn the opposite direction. Doesn't matter if they hit a wall or not. I don't know. I mean, I know what I know what some of those words mean, but I don't. I have no idea like of wall. The, <laughs> I know I, what I know what a wall is. I know what it is to condemn something. I don't know how no, you no, can condemn a wall to escape, but I guess this is going to make sense. All the, all the listeners who are into League see they go, mm, mm, mm. Yes, yes. Mm. Condemn, is, condemn is Vayne's E, which knocks somebody away from you. Yeah. And if they hit a wall, it stuns them. So usually you use it to like pin someone down as you're about to kill them. Ah, but you can use But it if someone's a... chasing you, you can just condemn them away and then roll away from them and you're gone. What's roll? Her key was a, actually just rolls. Oh, okay. But she does, right. she does a barrel a roll. Like. Right, yeah. No, never mind. Okay. Um, I'm not very good at League, so my tips are contextually correct, but I don't know how strategically good they are. Can I tell you, Dennis, <laughs> that you are probably the best League player on this podcast, probably. Eh. Mm-hmm. Top two. Top two. Definitely top two. Um I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is just this now also. Do we invite more League? Like, Dennis, Dennis's League corner? <laughs> Gank me from River. I can't believe somebody played League because we talked about it in the podcast. I can. I did. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> suppose that's true. I mean, we got two and people you hated so it. far. And you hated it. Did I hate it? I didn't hate it. Like, I hate eating pumpkin soup. That's something I would go out of my way to avoid no matter what. Whereas League, it was just like, it wasn't that fun. It was barely fine the only thing i liked about it was i got to hang out with you more and now you know because i've sort of extricated myself from that group i just don't get that dennis time anymore which is a great shame you should play league again do you know what dennis has started doing you know how we're playing halo i'm gonna out you here dennis because I, I you're not getting away with this i'm I, no, no you're not getting away with this mate don't don't give me that look so dennis and i started playing halo and then we played the second last level which i don't know if it's poor game design or like we're just very bad but it was a real slog we're playing on legend legendary there were parts where like you just couldn't get through the game wasn't teaching us what like how we should so 
beat the level. There was a bit that seemed to just be infinite respawns of floods and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, okay, we'll come to this in just a second. And we were both very frustrated. Eventually, we just ignored them and ran through it and used, like, the slingshotting uh, um, respawn thing of multiplayer Halo to, to mm-hmm. beat the level. And it felt very unsatisfying and was very frustrated. Anyway, since then, we haven't played. And I addressed that today when I called Dennis. Like, we haven't played Halo for ages. He's like, well, I've asked you the last three times and you've blown me off each time, right? Yeah. And, and that is technically true. And now it's just gone up to four because Dennis just messaged me just then asking if I wanted to play Halo. But every single time Dennis has messaged me, it's been either when I've been streaming or it's been it's been at, at like half past 12 at night. I'm going to check the times I've asked you to play Halo. Let me see. Okay. I sent you a message. On the 8th of November at 10.35 p.m. Late night Halo question mark? Okay. At ten, at, are you saying at half past 10? Mm-hmm. Are you sure that wasn't half past 11? No, it's half past 10. You said, I'm working. I haven't done half past history recording it right now. Oh, that's right. Yes, I was working that evening. Yeah. I asked you on the 6th of November. Yeah. And said day Halo at 10.53. Yeah. A.M. This is not true. What, what day was this? You didn't, re- you didn't reply for an hour and 17 minutes. And you said, oh, F, yeah, bud. Let me know when. And I said, now I can't because I had other. So, I had you, so I said, yes. So well, you yeah. said less an hour later. What In what world is How narrow is your halo window? Uh, about an hour and a half. An hour, an hour and 17 minutes, apparently. I asked on the 2nd of November. Yeah. Admittedly, this one at 11.36 Yeah, I was wondering why that one was going to come up. You said, I said, halo. Yeah. You said, not tonight, man. I streamed till three last night. I'm going to bed in half an hour. Sorry. I said, no worries. Haha. Yes. Little did I know you continue to. I said, finish Halo after your stream, question mark, the night before that. Yeah. And you said, potentially, yeah. And then never replied to me. I think I streamed until, as, as I told you the next day, I streamed till 3 a.m. that day. So I asked you at 10 if you wanted to play Halo, and you set to stream for another five hours. All all I'm saying, Dennis, is that... This, this, sounds, like, this sounds like you like stream more than you like playing Halo with me. All, that's not true. All that this, this feels like is that this is the, the, oh, hey, do you want to come to my party? Oh, when is it? Specifically, what day and time? Oh, I have something on at exactly that day and time. So it's actually six times now in a row that I've asked you and you've said. What no. do you mean it's six times? When was this? Including including right now. Including right now when you messaged. Oh, sorry, let me reply. Sorry, in the middle of recording a Tin Pot podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you just dodged me, mate. I haven't been dodging you. I haven't dodged me. How, it's okay. It's okay. Dennis, how it's more important you do, you do this something else, to me? How can you, you why must you vex me so? How can I have you the turn this around? I have the receipts. I have the receipts. The last 12 messages about Halo. It's not, me play Halo. how is it 12 now? Because usually you said the word Halo when you say it back. Get out of town. I hate this. I hate, I don't know how, I, I honestly don't know how you, you pestilential Irishman, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you continue to turn things around back on me when I feel like I've got, Dennis, why are you wasting your time selling cards for, you know, a, a children's card game? You should be in the, in the, 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 the law courts. You should be defending murderers because your weaselly way of, of of wrinkling up the truth twisting it around and all of a sudden you know I, you know you'd be there and the prosecution like, mm, he does make some good points he does make some good like points. how many times in a row do i have to ask you to play halo with me and you say no before it's your it's you that's doing it because if six isn't the number that's fine i just want to know what the number is i can't honestly like I is it seven i just I don't, i'll ask again later tonight we'll see if it's seven. I don't, we'll report I, back next week if it's eight or nine i don't want to do I, I i very much want to play halo with you very I mean, much. I, that, the, the, your historical behavior does not indicate I, that to me. I am 
hating this so much. You're so you are painting me out to be one of the, the things like you're painting me out to be something that like I despise, right? I That's don't right. mind when you're like, oh, Riley, he's avaricious. Riley, he's a tight ass. He's greedy. He's selfish. Or that's that's fine, right? But his moustache doesn't go all the way across his, his face. All right, okay. Well, that's a low <laughs> blow, but fine. Even that, I will accept even that from you, Dennis. But you are making me out to be a thing, right, that I, that I abhor with every particle of my being. You are making me out to be a bad friend. I'm not making you out to be a bad friend. I'm making you just out to be a worse friend than I expected. And that's on me for I, expecting too much, so, not on you. And I just, okay, all right. I, is there a way, is there a way to punch someone through the internet? Is there a way? Is that something? Is that something? Wow, that's something a good friend would do in your book. Maybe, maybe we have a. Maybe we're even further apart on what a friend is than I thought. Okay. What do you mean? How am you I? Wanna, you want to? You want to punch me? I'd, I'd love to right now. Well, that's not something a good friend would I do. I feel like it's, it's something. I but then again, if you're not going to play Halo with me, maybe you just start. Maybe I should just stop expecting you to act like a good friend. That's, this that's, is that's, that's, that's I, my. Fault. I am now <laughs> this is hurting my feelings. <laughs> hurting my feelings a lot, and I think you know it. How can you say such things to me? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, look, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you, Mason. What? The numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster. For me, Mason? Well, Mason is a Call of Duty joke, but... Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, I guess you did it, Dennis. I guess I shouldn't enter into... I shouldn't start something that I can't finish. There you go. Like Halo, Combat Evolved, with my best mate, Dennis, because he doesn't want to play with me anymore. Um, But you know what we started that we can finish, Dennis? This podcast? This podcast, because I we've just, just then, can I tell the, the, the viewer here, we just then hit the point at which Dennis has started to lose interest. He's just opened Slack, and he just- repl- I did open Slack. He did just, you see it in my, <laughs> reflected in my glasses? just replied to a Slack message, and that's usually the point at which it's like, it's time to wrap it up, because we've got- That's the, br- that's the, that's the broom on the ceiling from the apartment below. Exactly. That's the hook sneaking out over the vaudeville stage. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That's the that's the the Oscars wrap up music because now I know that we've got a very limited time frame before Dennis has to go. Yeah, I've actually I've actually booked in time to play Halo with my friends, so I probably should leave. Well, I'll I'll talk about what video games I've been playing as we go into Charizard Mirror. No, Dennis, <laughs> what have you been up to, mate? Have you been have you been playing anything hot? I'm playing anything new. Uh, oh, I've played Civilization Six. Oh, we, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this last night, yeah. just off off stream. Yeah, yeah. I I have been tempted by the uh, by the time sink once again. Well, we toyed the idea with playing Civilization together, and then we realized that when you play Civilization with a friend, you don't play together. You play a separate game on separate continents in the same persistent universe. Yes. But that's about it. Yeah. Usually, like it's the same. It would be more or less the same as us just playing separate games and just every now and again describing Hanging what we're out. doing. Now we could do teams. I guess that'll work. We could put ourselves against two other civilizations. I mean, I, look, I. It doesn't have to be Halo. I'd love to play any game with you, Dennis. I play Civ. I play Civ two v two two v two Civ, because they uh, they can't go to war with each other. I think and stuff like that. They will only try to go war yeah, with us. We, we talk, so let's talk about our, our game modes because both you and I have specific game modes that we like to play. Um, yes, I like to play Civilization with a roomy map. So I play the standard size map, but with fewer civs and city states. I uh, usually play with no barbarians. I always play Rome, and I try to build as many cities as humanly possible. <laughs> Which means that you just never finish a game because you've got to manage like never. fifteen cities or something. It's way more. We're talking like thirty-five cities. What the hell, man? Yeah. So I came up on older Civ games where there were builds that you could do tall builds, right? So like my favorite Civ game. I, I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. But my favorite Civ game is Civ Five, right? Mm-hmm. See, I like Civ Six, but it, 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 I've never felt good at it. 
I never felt good at Civ Five, but at least I felt competent, right? Um, and so I used to like tall strats in in Civ Six, Civ Five, which means basically you build three cities and then no more. And there are, there are some mm-hmm. civs that you can pick that give you bonuses for that sort of thing, right? For just having a very small empire. But my favorite way to play is Archipelago. Size of the map is largely irrelevant. Um, I can't really say I can't. Oh, Megan might listen to this. I like playing as England. Oh my god, oh, Riley! Don't tell her. I like yeah. So um, <clears throat> this was in Civ Five though as well. I, I don't know so much in Civ Six. Um, I haven't really found one that I really like in Civ Six. But I used to do that and then play Archipelago, and I would just like make like I'd, I'd always go for a culture victory, and I would turn off domination victory because I don't like fighting. Dennis is shaking his head at me. I would always turn off domination victory because I, I would want to. Fi- if we played together, I would want to fight. I would want a technology race and take our attack helicopters into their spearmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fire, fly our nuclear bombers over <laughs> over their halberdiers. They're shaking their fists with rage. Is that? Yeah, okay, right. Um, I- I'll do it, Dennis. It's hard to find the time. Is the only thing you know. Just, you play tonight. I'm just busy. Um, I'm streaming tonight. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Yeah. Well, you know, I tried. See that, and this doesn't count. You know, I stream on Wednesday nights. Do I? It's on my streams. I always stream Wednesday night. Gonna do it on Friday. You know I stream Friday nights. Uh, Right. All I'm saying is we can add two to the two to the two to stream save with me. I guess that's possible. It's bad for the numbers though. Checkmate. Checkmate. It's bad for the numbers. So do I have to pay you? I'm not saying no. It's just like I I I'll get like a third as many viewers as I do, and you know that times are tough at the moment, Dennis. As you know, it's Mm. you know. Tough time to you know, gotta gotta earn it. Well, that's not even true. I just love money, so that's the that's the only thing. <laughs> um, Dennis, I finished Subnautica. Oh, how was that? It is one of the best games I've ever played. So in my head, Subnautica is like Minecraft but C. So I uh, guess that's not true. It's not that far from that. It's definitely got Minecraft kind of vibes. There's a lot of exploration, uh, harvesting, crafting, base building, that sort of thing, right? But more so than Minecraft, the exploration in Subnautica is incredible. Email. And you get to the later stage of the game, you build a submarine, fully customizable. You can outfit the submarine basically as a mobile base. And it is you just feel like Captain Nemo. You just sail around, mm-hmm. you explore stuff, you pop the sonar on. Oh, a little cave. I wonder if I can get my... Oh, I can fit the submarine through this tiny thing. I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I can do it, right? Um, and this is coming from someone who had a deep and, ab- had a deep and abiding fear of, d- of deep water. Do you have that same fear of space? No, I love like the idea of going to space. It terrifies me, but in a way, like I'd love to do it, right? But I was the sort of person like if I couldn't see the bottom of like the ocean, that's uh, scary. Yeah, I couldn't deal with it. And the first time I ever went over 100 meters in Subnautica, I think I said last week, I just like I I had like ringing in my ears. I was so scared, mm-hmm. right? But this got me over it. That's good. And I I I really very heartily recommend anyone who has is it thalassophobia or thalassophobia, whatever it is, thalassophobia, yeah. Um, to to try playing this game because it's safe. None, none of the monsters are going to come out of the screen and bite you bite your face off yet. Um, but it is if if you're into crafting, exploration, resources, that sort of thing, base building, those sorts of games, it's it's polished, it's slick, it's really fun. The story, it's one of the stories. that's like it kind of gives you a couple of nudges, and it's like, ah, hey, you can keep going with the story if you want, but it's up to you. You don't have to. A bit like Morrowind in that regard. It's. Can we try and get you over your fear of, um, like, Louisiana swampland zombie families next? Is that another angle to try and go for? <laughs> I don't know if that level of immersion th- therapy is going gonna, is gonna to help me. We can send you, I can send you a VR. Uh, but um, Subnautica is great. It's really, 
really, really good. It's funny. It was one of those games that people, I was always like, oh, I'd like to try that eventually. And then someone was like, that's it was my game of the right year. Now. Right? Say again? That's how I feel about it right now. Oh, like Curious? It's, it's on the long finger, but yeah. You should uh, you should definitely play it. It's it. I don't know. I don't want to be that like, here, get, here's, take this anime DVD and watch it. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you every week if you've done it. But it is one of those games that I like so, like, I haven't felt about this this way about a game since Hades, right? And a lot of people have said to me in the stream that Hades sort of stuff. Hades was strong, dude. Say again? Hades was a strong game. And this thing, people say to me like, oh, you know, I played Hades because of your recommendation and I didn't regret it. Subnautica is up there as far as I'm concerned with Hades in terms of a game that I, like, I couldn't stop playing it. I like I was like ooh I I I've got you know ten minutes I'll go and find some lithium. Pow 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 yeah like, yeah. It was it's it's an and, and there's a second one Subnautica below zero it's in early access I'm I'm, I'm saving it I'm going to get it but not right now anyway Subnautica ten out of ten unbelievable Kojima does it again what a game. <laughs> all right thank you all for joining us for another episode of Scrammy River the MTG Advice Podcast relatively MTG focused this we week. had a lot of MTG focus yeah I, how, what did you think about that MTG Advice bit where we did one MTG Advice question. And then just for the MTG Advice podcast, then, I think we could try it. The real, the real kicker, though, yeah. League of Legends advice. League That's Legends, what I want. Out of nowhere, from the top rope, Dennis. Exactly. <laughs> um, thank you for Channel Five for sponsoring the podcast. Please go check out all of their wonderful Black Friday deals and night? use code SMAR when you do so. S M A R K N I G H T. And um, thank you, Junkie Red Riley. Thank you for you. As best thank you for joining me. I'm joining you for sure, though, right? Uh, I think we join each other, Dennis. Wow, okay. Thanks for first thanks for finding the time in your busy schedule to spend some time with, you know, your best mate. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, like, I can, it turns out I can move a lot of the time I booked aside for playing Halo for this because this is not my I don't, I hate stuff. how my attempt to guilt trip you was just, so, like, it, it's like. I hit you hard with that Uno reverse, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not even one. You just, like, you just, I, I, I was like, oh, I'll get him with this draw four. And then you're just like. 10 reverses on top of it not that you can play that but you know what I mean right like you just play 10 reverses on top of each other I'm like okay cool reveal the hand it's all reverses GG GG no re Riley stay fresh cheese bags